the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business talk during the day. Then we kick back and relax in the evenings. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says it's time to ease up on coronavirus restrictions. The numbers are going in all the right direction, and so the the state of Texas is uh, not only a completely different situation, we are in a situation where it is safe to open up 100%. Senate leaders and moderate Democrat Senator Joe Manchin struck a deal last night over emergency jobless benefits, breaking a logjam that had stalled the party showpiece $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. Fast-spreading mutant versions of the coronavirus now, powering another uptick in infections in Europe. Among the hard-hit places is the Milan suburb of Bolate. That's where the virus swept through a nursery school and an adjacent elementary school very quickly. In a matter of just days, 45 children and 14 staff members tested positive. This is SRN News. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and a $10 coupon using code PETS. Genesis950.com. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950. Much cheaper than replacing your carpet. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Quasimodo predicted all this. But, um, but... Who did what? Come on, man. You brought the face mask, you nut. Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Come on, man. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. But, uh, um... The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. This is all wrong. It's not getting better, it's deepening. All you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. It's an astroturf farce. It doesn't matter. It's the King Banyan Show. I think you'll find it very interesting and a lot of fun. Nobody seems to care much about it. This is it. Your source for penetrating economic insight. Correlation. Causation. Um, um. Razor-sharp analysis and unflinching universal thought. <laughs> Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. What in blazes is this? For you the future. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Silence! Come on, man! Welcome back, King Banyan Show. 
the Biz 1440. We are we are loving uh, we are loving it here today. Uh, beautiful day outside. Uh, I am actually I I realize by doing so I am about to jinx the rest of March. The clubs are going in the car today. There's your jinx music. Okay. I'm, there will now be a, a foot of snow by the time we speak again. Uh, 651-289-4477. Number to call, questions, comments, uh, and so forth. Um, good, good, uh, good to be with you again. Uh, second hour. We're still, uh, we're still enjoying, uh, enjoying the fact that, uh, it's job Saturday. I, let me, let's do a recap and let me give you the broader view of the economy as I see it right now. And to transition to the other thing we kind of need to talk about. Many listeners here on the biz, Minneapolis will be people who invest in the stock market. You pretty much could not have been invested in the market without having seen at least a little bit of something about what happened when um, Jay Powell spoke at a, at a Wall Street Journal uh, summit on Thursday. The market just kind of went and, and backed up by several hundred points. And it was provocative enough to cause a lot of people to come out of the woodwork and start talking about about what the signal meant, what what did he do? I'm going to give you the short version of it right up front. I think I think from time to time the Fed chair forgets how to signal to think about how to signal uh to economic actors um, and speaks too much in Fed jargon. He does not speak like someone that has... It's interesting because he'll speak in economic jargon. He will understand. He will have studied. He's a well-studied guy. I think he's smart. But there's a level of understanding that has to happen for people to know what the differences are in the things he's talking about. He uses a term in this piece that we're going to play in this hour where I'm concerned only that maybe he needs a trip to the classroom. And I'm sure there are classrooms inside inside the temple that is the Federal Reserve Bank building uh, in D.C. I'm sure there's a classroom in there, and I think the chairman should sit down with some folks and review the differences between inflation and inflation expectations. I think he's trying to do that, but it looked like from the comments he needs a refresher. I'm going to spend some time in the intro to the show, uh, at least I don't know if it's this version, but in some version of the show, uh, they tell you I take you, I take you uh, into the classroom to teach you things. Today's one of those days. I need to explain to you inflation in some detail and i need to explain inflation expectations and a little bit of the history of how economists think inflationary expectations get built i am i am super interested in this this is a topic that i've worked on for 35 years Um, my dissertation is in no small part based on this particular thought i've written about this for a long time i I don't often go to the you should look up my credentials to be sure you know who you're listening to, but I will tell you I have a web page. I have I have uh, if you go to Banyan.net, you'll see my uh, you'll see you can find a little bit of my history if you go to my university page. Um, just go just go to stcloudstate.edu and look up my name. You'll eventually find it's web.stcloudstate.edu slash kbanyan. You'll find my CV there. You can look up and see see the things I've written on this topic. I've written a lot. I think that was I think that particular moment, which only lasts about ninety seconds, but cost mil- people hundreds of millions of dollars of lost wealth. 
was an avoidable mistake. Just a mistake, and it's just a reminder to me and, and, and to, to say something that, that people get upset when I say it, but I believe it to be true. Ben Bernanke, besides being a first-rate academic economist, is an excellent communicator. He is better at that than Jay Powell is. Maybe Jay Powell will get better. Um, we all make fun of the fact that Alan Greenspan spent all of his time trying to say basically something he said explicitly once. If you understood clearly what I said, I misspoke. He didn't want you to understand what he said. He wanted the surprise factor of monetary policy. We're going to talk about that. Because there was a mind shift in how we do monetary policy in the 80s and 90s. That Powell was part of that. He was, a, he was a, an official at the Federal Reserve when we were going through this. And he's a creature of the Fed. But the absence of, of economic training may have betrayed him in that 90 seconds. He's smart enough, he probably won't do this again. But I, I, I still want to point that out. But let, let's, so let's, let's level set for a moment. Where's the economy right at this particular moment? Okay. All of the good news that's out there is out there, right? The jobs report that we just talked about last hour. Initial claims uh, has, been, has been working its way down. Um, uh, the four-week average is, is, down, is coming down. Continuing claims is the number I keep looking at. Both these data over the last month are down 8% month over month. So when we hear the president say it's going to take two years to get back that nine and a half million jobs, I believe it's going to go a lot faster than that. I think the evidence is out there. Another piece of the news. If you thought to yourself, listening to our friends on the Real Estate Chalk Talk show that comes on before us here on the Biz 1440, if you thought to yourself, oh, I could get in now and I'm going to get my mortgage and I'm going to get something below 3%, that ship might have sailed. 30-year mortgage rates are up 15 basis points, now at 3.23%. Okay, that's the highest in eight months. Uh, so as the 10-year yield has gone up, we've talked about that. We said mortgage rates are going to go up with it. They are, they are rising. The way you can tell this is, happen this is really having an impact is to keep an, an eye on refinancing. As market rates go up, refinancings drop off. Um, refinancings are now at a level 7% above where they were a year ago. Purchases have been flat, are flat versus a year ago. Where the bump that happened in people buying new homes because of falling rates is already beginning to slide off. I think that part's true. However, Manufacturing index is up to is up from the ISM came out this week up at uh, 60.8 percent. 16 of 18 industries in, in manufacturing have expanded. Um, that's nine months in a row of, of of pretty strong growth. If I look at other parts of the of the world, German factory orders are up. Unemployment rate in the EU uh, uh, is now at 8.1 percent. Uh, it's been stuck at that level for quite some time. Uh, they seem to be, but that seems to be going well. If I look for the downside, the down news that's out there, uh, I find very little, except for the for the purchasing managers. The ISM Services Index fell, um, which was unexpected. The biggest issue in that is that the reports continue to come uh, that prices are rising for inputs in both the goods sector and now in the service sector as well. There are production capacity, ISM reported production capacity constraints, material shortages, and challenges in logistics and human resources. There, even though we're, we're thinking there's all of this, these folks who are not getting jobs right now and we're focused on, on the level of jobs that are out there, all of that is true but you're still finding firms saying, I can't find the workers I need to do, to do this job. Further, market, um, uh, market, which is a different, sur different survey, quote, 
input costs rose further in February amid hikes in supplier charges and wage bills. Some service providers also noted that higher PPE prices were pushed up cost burdens. The rate of cost inflation quickened to the fastest since data collection began in October 2009. In response, service sector firms sought to pass on higher cost burdens to clients. The rate of charge inflation was the second rate of change of inflation was the second fastest on record. The concerns about inflation that you're hearing are not just because of the increased slope of the yield curve. Contrary to the podcast that I heard uh, David Bonson uh, offer on Thursday night, which I listen to, I normally don't listen to him because I don't want him to influence my show too much because I agree with him a lot. I don't agree with him about this. I do not agree with him. Because the evidence isn't just from the slope of the yield curve. There is information bubbling up from surveys of businesses that cost push inflation is happening. And I think it's something that we need to pay very serious attention to. And I think the last thing you want to do when you're experiencing bottlenecks, supply constraints, a lack of available labor ready to go to work versus bodies that were working a year ago and not now, many of those bodies are not willing to work now. They're either waiting on a job that they had a year ago that they still want to return to, or they're home taking care of children who can't go back to school. There are lots of reasons why that 9.5 million number is still out there that have nothing to do with an absence of demand. That's my key piece. The slope of the yield curve is more of a statement about the demand side than it is the supply side. You can't take your eye off the the supply side impacts. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows... You can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars and what kind of america would that be minnesota needs more high school officials go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more that's highschoolofficials.com tell me why relief factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain i'm often asked that question pete and seth talbot the father and son founders of relief factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal that's right designed to heal and now i agree the doctors who formulated relief factor for pete and seth selected the four best ingredients 100 percent drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation that's correct each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway 
That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440 The Biz Minneapolis Thank you for listening today So I, The economy is coming along There are signs of inflation The one most people are focused on Has been the backup of the long end of the yield curve for listeners who are relatively new to us, the yield curve, again, just represents the, the interest rates between the interest rates over different maturities. The normal way we look at this is the difference between the rate on the two-year treasury bond, a treasury bond that matures two years from now, and the 10-year treasury bond, a treasury bond that matures 10 years from now. But... Because the rates have been so compressed, a year ago, you could you could buy a 10-year treasury bond and be guaranteed a rate of return, if you held it to maturity, of less than six-tenths of 1% a year. That rate, after the, after the announcement of the jobs report, popped up more than 100 basis points higher, ended up at 1.61% uh, in the... In the 15 minutes I was watching it, because I was watching to see how would the market react to the news from the jobs report, so I had I had a ticker up for for the 10-year Treasury, and it was it closed the previous night at about 1.56. It added five more basis points in that moment, and I think the I think the Fed has painted itself into a little bit of a corner with this. Um, I think I have agreement from that. Uh, uh, Peter Bookvar, who I've mentioned on the show several times, I think his uh, his uh, webpage, bookreport.com, is required reading. Uh, I really am a fan of it. He was on CNBC. He's the he's the chief investment officer for Bleakley Advisory Group. I want to make sure I cite his business as well, as well as the webpage, because I read a lot of his things. He's been very helpful. We've exchanged comments over Twitter. Uh, it's been, been fun to do that. Uh, I want to play this clip for you. This is cut number one, please. Well, when inflation is low, the Fed can do what they want without any long-term, uh, long-term rate implications. When the market believes that inflation is rising, that inflation potentially could be an issue, and you have a Fed that's extremely dovish, then the bond market's going to tighten for them. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. The bond market's not going to wait around for Jay Powell to decide when he wants to raise short-term interest rates. They're going to do it for him, and that's what we're seeing now. And that is what we're seeing. We're seeing people mark mark up. Um, uh, we're seeing people mark up their expectations of inflation. That's true, but they're marking they're marking up the the treasury bond. Now, I agree with people who say, "Well, but it's only one point five, one point six. I mean, come on, King. This isn't a this isn't a tightening. We're just going back to something that looks a little more closer to normal. It's not." It's not that that far off, is it? I think so. But we should play. Let's play some more. This is Peter Bookvar uh, yesterday. 
I think the Fed is, is left with a very uncomfortable situation because what we're seeing again, and I'll repeat, the more dovish they sound, the more the bond market's going to tighten for them as long as the bond market sees these inflation pressures continuing to intensify. So counterintuitively, the Fed is actually yeah. going to have to start to sound less dovish if they want to get back control of the bond market. All right. So this is where our teaching has to begin, right with that point. Hold on to that clip, John, because I might want to play it again. But but I also want you to hear, uh, as we often do here, uh, here this is uh, from Bloomberg Television yesterday, Mohamed El-Aryan, uh, chief uh, economist for Allianz Group, uh, with a very similar thought. Cut number three. It was new. The problem wasn't in what he said. It's in how he said it. So policymakers and economists will look at this and say, well, he said something pretty obvious. Market participants look at it very differently. They'll say he said something that's worrisome for the fixed income market. It's worrisome for what I've been betting on for a very long time, which is ample and predictable provision of central bank liquidity. And therefore, it's worrisome for stocks. So I think this is simply Wilfred the economist and policymaker not understanding that their words are interpreted very differently in the marketplace. And I think that's a very interesting point. Uh, by the way, that was actually on CNBC, uh, not from not from Bloomberg. Sorry. Uh, I think this is very uh, I, I think what uh, El Arian is saying is interesting because it's in what's interesting to me is. The market has a, interprets these folks differently, but I remind people, Jay Powell is a creature of the Fed, not an academic economist. If you remember the taper tantrum back in 2013, that was with, with Bernanke, who is a, a market economist. He's written a lot about the taper tantrum uh, since he left the Fed. And basically Bernanke says, you know what, I got the signal wrong. I, he said pretty, pretty much the same thing El Arian said, I, I, you know. I have to be careful how I talk because the way I talk is talk like an academic uh, and and the market hears something different than what I think I'm saying. I think the same thing happened to Jay Powell. Okay, so let me let's listen to what he did. So this was let so now we've got that set up. Jay Powell was was on a on a uh, video s- summit with the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Nick Timoros, uh, this uh, uh, their young Fed reporter, and it's always the young Fed reporters because, frankly, most most journalists don't want the Federal Reserve to be their beat because chances are they've not spent any time studying monetary policy. They don't necessarily have a strong interest in it. Timoros is actually a pretty good reporter when it comes to that. So he asked a question about he asked the question again about the posture of the Fed vis-a-vis the changing of the yield curve, the fact that the 10-year Treasury rate has gone up by a lot, to which Bookvar's right. That's being That 10-year Treasury is not something that the Federal Reserve can control unless it engages in yield curve control by trying to actually explicitly buy 10-year Treasuries. They don't want to get into that. It's been pretty clear they haven't. But they have a lot of control over the 2-year Treasury. And I think the two-year Treasury is um, a very important is something that the Fed does have a lot of control over, and that rate has not risen by nearly as much as the ten-year. Um, so let's hear. This is Jay Powell answering Nick Timoros and on that Wall Street Journal summit on Thursday. Let's play cut number four. It's going to depend entirely on the path of the economy. So I laid out the the um, conditions upon which we would consider raising interest rates, and that's labor market conditions that are consistent with maximum employment, which is, you know, that's that's a big thing to get to, and it will take some time to get there, right? Inflation sustainably at 2% and inflation on track to, to run moderately above 2% for some time. So those are the conditions. When they arrive, we will consider raising interest rates. We will not, we're not intending to raise interest rates until we see those conditions fulfilled. So, okay, and here's where I want you to go back. I want you to think about what Bookvar said. And so let's play cut number two again. I think the Fed is, is left with a very uncomfortable situation because what we're seeing again, and I'll repeat, the more dovish they sound, the more the bond market's going to tighten for them 
as long as the bond market sees these inflation pressures continuing to intensify. So counterintuitively, the Fed is actually going to have to start to sound less dovish if they want to get back control of the bond market. Now play cut number four again. It's going to depend entirely on the path of the economy. So I laid out the the, um, conditions upon which we would consider raising interest rates, and that's labor market conditions that are consistent with maximum employment, which is, you know, that's that's a big thing to get to, and it will take some time to get there, right? Inflation sustainably at 2% and inflation on track to to run moderately above 2% for some time. So those are the conditions. When they arrive, we will consider raising interest rates. We will not, we're not intending to raise interest rates until we see those conditions fulfilled. So that, does that sound less dovish? Or does it sound just as dovish as it has before? He's insisting on being being dovish there. And this is the issue we have. Okay? What we have to determine is, is he's going to net, we're going to play some more of him after, after the next break. And, and it sort of conditions what it is that he's looking for. And it's not just maximum employment, which by the way, is not what the Federal Reserve Act says. It says, it says full employment does not say maximum employment. So one thing to learn from the classroom can you have more than full employment? And if you say you're going to maximize employment, does maximum employment mean more than full, and why would that matter? But there's another piece of this, and they go hand in hand, which is what happens with inflation and inflation expectations when you have your Fed chair on something that everyone's watching saying what you've heard here, that that. Even when we get maximum employment and we get inflation above 2%, then we'll consider raising rates off the zero bound. You don't think I should be concerned about that? I am. And I'll tell you why more after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, plantar fasciitis, arthritis, fallen arches, or neuropathy? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word. G-Defy. G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically proven to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Olive UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair free for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the orthotics as a gift. 
Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's gdefy.com slash radio. Code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack. Oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Made fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. Welcome back. King Banging Show, The Biz 1440. Just, just marvelous to have John back, isn't it? Now the question is, will he be here next week? Because I think Wyatt's going to be gone for a little while. Yes? Awesome. Well, it's kind of like getting the band back together. Don't forget, by the way. The four-hour Super Narn on uh, two weeks from today over on our sister station, AM12A, The Patriot, where they're having their 20th anniversary. And by the way, just noted, the very first Narn show was 17 years ago today. Um, as as notified to me, by uh, someone, uh, Brad Carlson, who you hear uh, uh, as the closer um, on uh, Sundays, 1 to 3, over on uh, on The Patriot. Um, found the fact that uh, the 10th anniversary show, Ed Morrissey actually came in and 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 uh, live cast the thing, and there's still video of the ten, of the 10th anniversary show. Uh, that was fun, but uh, this time we're doing the 20th anniversary of AM12A, the Patriot, and we get to be part of it with the Super Narn, okay. 1 to 5 p.m., two weeks from today, over on AM12A, The Patriot. That's Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker from, from Powerline, Ed Morrissey from Hot Air, Chad the Elder and Brian Ward from Frater's Libertas. That, that of course, with Mitch and the and ShotInTheDark.info. That was the original Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with a blog from St. Cloud State that hasn't existed for a decade. Um, it's okay. I think Frater's is, I don't know that Frater's even exists anymore. But back then, by the way, Ed Morsey wasn't even hot air. He was captain's quarters. Okay? We can all remember that and talk about that. So you're going to be able to listen. And by the way, producers Sean Osborne, Tommy Wynn, both going to be there as well. Uh, I think John will be in the house. John, Wild Horses couldn't keep you away from that thing, could oh, I'm Yeah, of course. I'm going to be there. Okay. For the whole thing. Yeah, it's, and King, we, um, are gonna, we are planning on having basically everybody. I mean, I assume somebody's going to want to take a break at, during, during a show that long. So you might want to talk to Lee because his plan is to just uh, have everybody kind of like the original Narn was and let Mitch uh, be the traffic cop. So, Oh, well, um, <laughs> I, I think there's going to be a production meeting about that. Well, I said, uh, I, said I go, well, you know, uh, you, some guys might want a, a, a breather. And, you know, it, it, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a, a post-production meeting about that, right? Okay, I, I, I certainly intend, because uh, it sounds like there's going to be barbecue uh, for this thing. I'm going to do it from St. Cloud, so uh, I will not be live, but uh, I will go grab some barbecue and bring it here just so that I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can have brisket and sympathy. Um, Very nice. Because, because brisket is good. Uh, anyway, uh, 651-289-4477, the number here. Again, that's, on, that's two weeks from today, 1 to 5 p.m. over on AM 12A, The Patriot. Be there. Just be there, for goodness sake. It's going to be a blast. Uh, we, let's go back to the classroom here. I need to talk about two things. The Fed's commitment is to full employment. You may think this is subtle. I don't. I find it actually quite, quite uh, important that the Fed uses now the word maximum employment. All right. In fact, go ahead and just play cut four, but I'm going to make you stop it uh, midway through. 
it's going to depend entirely on the path of the economy. So I laid out the the um, conditions upon which we would consider raising interest rates, and that's labor market conditions that are consistent with maximum employment, which is stop. You know, that- maximum employment is different from full employment. Because at full employment, there is still a group of people who are unemployed. We talk about this is the this is the natural rate of unemployment, or you'll sometimes hear it the non-accelerating inflationary rate of unemployment, or NARU, which is very much tied to the Phillips curve. And I I'm not a believer that you can actually have any any uh, you can't base policy on on a concept of NARU. I don't th- think that works. But I do believe there's something that's called a natural rate of unemployment. And in my classroom, you would learn how it is that you could get people above, or, excuse me, above the natural rate of employment or the natural rate of, or below the natural rate of unemployment. You can run an economy that's more than full employment by getting additional workers, bringing them into a, into a building, to, into your workplace, to work. Everyone who wants a job, who does something somebody wants to hire, right? You want those jobs to happen. What you don't want to have happen is bringing people into a workplace and have them working and you count them. That person's employed, but that which they are producing does not generate enough value for others that's equivalent to the wage and benefit that that person is is receiving. But there could be times where that actually happens. One of them could happen fairly soon with all of the production that's going to need to happen to get all of that savings from those stimulus bills, including what appears to be another $1,400 check coming down the pipe to anyone who makes less than 150000 a year, Okay, that sounds great, but what are you going to do with the money? What are you going to do with your $1,400? Okay. Oh, I'm going, to, I'm going to build that addition onto the house. That's fantastic. Guess what? Good luck finding framing lumber. It's really expensive. Good luck finding someone to, to uh, do the electricity. The electricians are booked out the door for the next several months. There's more, there's more people wanting work than there are people to do it. So eventually what's going to happen, businesses are going to say, I need more workers, and they're going to start to bring in people who frankly just aren't that good at the job. And so as they realize that, they find out they're not very productive, the only way they can, they can make it work is if they can charge more for that output so they can afford to pay that less productive worker. And that's that supply side inflation. That's the maximum that's when you start saying maximum rather than full, you've stopped thinking about whether or not there's going to be any um there's going to be any difference between there's going to be any difference between full and maximum. The answer is there's a lot of difference between full and maximum. They're using maximum instead to represent the fact that they want to look at employment in sub unemployment rates in in, in subcategories defined by race and sex. Get a lot of talk about the black unemployment rate, the Hispanic unemployment rate. That's that's what they mean by maximum is they don't want to just look at this number they want to look at the number that was there before and that's 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 a that's a different point um uh at 6512894477 we have John in Bloomington on the line John good morning how are you today uh very good i'm the person you know as the Sioux Falls guy um uh, yep i knew it was you <laughs> so what i wanted to um ask you about is this uh, we had a discussion maybe six weeks ago about the beneficiaries of the stimulus checks mm-hmm. and I don't know if you recall but you had a position which I believe somebody in Washington DC must have been listening to you because I believe this week this past week 
the Congress did exactly what you were suggesting, and that, that was that the stimulus checks were going to too many people and people that maybe didn't really need them. Did you notice that they, they reduced the income level that you were able to get, yes. get them? Exactly, yes, I did. Exactly what your suggestion was. Thank yeah, John. You're right. Some of that is some of that was Senator Manchin. Thank him for that. I think I think I think he did some good things. I don't. I think some of this is window dressing. I'm going to leave the political discussion to to Mitch and Brad to do on mm-hmm. their, their show over at shows on AM 1280. I think more targeting is better. I I think I don't even. I think they could have gone further. I think they could have reduced this and and had some. You could have made the the. Uh, the clawback of the fourteen hundred dollars start at a lower level and run at a slower rate. Mm-hmm. I look, I got, I, I, you know, I've got people that work for me that make that make fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. They've not been unemployed at all during this 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 uh, crisis. Do they need another fourteen hundred dollar check? I mean, would they like another fourteen hundred dollar check? Sure, they would. Mm-hmm. But should we be borrowing money on? Should we be borrowing money on international financial markets? to give them a $1,400 check? I don't think so. I mean, because after all, at some point, that money's got to be paid back, right, John? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So that's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, so thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Sioux Falls, John. So from here on, for here, here on, John Berg, refer to him as, uh, refer to John in Bloomington as Sioux Falls, John. You got it. That, that's, that's our guy. I love him. Uh, great caller. Uh, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. I need. I got a, just a little time left, so I'm going to take a break here. When we come back, I want to play you the other piece because we need to still talk about inflation expectations. And I think it plays into what John's saying because debt only gets paid off in certain ways, and either we're going to have higher taxes later, or I do think that it, making those checks so much greater is going to end up costing us inflation down the road because we're going to have to print money to pay off that debt we'll be back right after this you're listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137-800-323-8137-800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. 
Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Biz 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Purple in the canyon, that's where I long to be with my three. You know where I long to be? On a golf course. <laughs> I do. Clubs are going in this afternoon. i got to clean them one more time, and I'll put them in, and that's my declaration that spring is here. Send me a pic. So, <laughs> I will, uh, and then everyone will send me pics back of the snow in their backyard. Uh, thanks, John, for the call. 651-289-4477 here on the Biz 1440. Um, I want to play you a little more of Jay Powell. This was from Thursday uh, in a in a – answering a question about about when will they raise rates and does the change in does the change that they've seen in the mar- in the financial markets right now cause them to change their mind let's play cut number five please and and as i said again you know if we, we, i've told you that we are we think we're likely to see inflation move up uh during the course of this year through really two things first the base effects i mentioned but also just kind of reopening effects where Businesses will be potentially hit by a lot of demand as the economy recovers, which is a good thing. But you could see bottlenecks. You could see prices moving up. We're, we're inclined to see those as as transient. That word transient resonated around around financial Twitter uh, over over Thursday. And I believe that word all by itself. Caused the market to drop. Why? Because it's dovish. It indicates that they're even less interested in fighting inflation before. So let me let me be let me be very certain with you about, about the definitions here. So first of all, he says base effects are important. He talks about base level effects. What he means by that is we saw prices drop. We saw we saw out and out deflation in many categories of goods and services in the second quarter last year actually late in the first quarter and second quarter in 2020 some of that there's some return to normal that will include a jump in prices back to back to the the level they were at that is certainly true what he's trying to say there and did not say well i thought was that that's in fact a change in inflationary. He's saying those prices will change, but they do not change inflationary expectations. Remember, the Fed is interested in maintaining inflationary expectations at 2%, not the actual price level, not the change in the price level. So a change in the price level that is not picked up as a change in inflation expectations, the Fed is saying we're not going to react to that. I'm fine if you say that, but I shouldn't have to be on a radio program in Minneapolis trying to translate you two days later because the market took a took a tanking after you said something that was inelegantly said. That's the lesson that he needs to go back and get. We've had an argument in, about inflation expectations that goes back 70 years. When we initially built the models way back in the in the in the fifties, sixties, and seventies, I was talking with one of my colleagues about how we used to teach forecasting here at St. Cloud State. We have a forecasting course in our in our economics program. There's only about one in ten programs that even has a course, and very few of them require the course as we do. 
We actually tell you, you can take the forecasting course or you can take a full-blown econometrics course, whichever you prefer. If you go into business economics, we tell you to take the forecasting. If you want to be an academic economist sometime, you should take econometrics and skip the forecasting. Um, that's what we teach you. When we first created that course, before I even got here back in the 80s, the way we did inflation expectations was a very mechanical, it's a function of whatever it was before. And there are different ways of doing smooth moving averages or some other way of adapting to inflation. We believe now that people make rational decisions about what inflation expectations are and that part of making rational expectations includes a, includes a judgment of what the Fed's going to do. What happened there was he said, in essence, there's going to be some jump in inflation that we're definitely not reacting to because we think it's a base level effect. What he needed to say was, if we see it filtering through into inflation expectations, we will react, but we don't think it's going to. But he didn't say that. He just said, there's going to be a jump in inflation sometime later in the year. We think it's transient base level effects. It's not going to be, you know... And he skipped the part he needed. Here's what he said right after that, cut number six. Yeah, there's a difference between a, a one-time surge in prices and ongoing inflation. Ongoing inflation, where prices go up year after year after year, tends to happen when people's psychology becomes that they believe that's what will happen. And, and they have no faith that, that the central bank, frankly, will, will, will prevent that from happening. So what he skipped over was that ongoing inflation is picked up in expectations. Your expectations for what the Fed's going to do is a function of what that guy says in a summit. And what they heard was, we're not going to react to inflation so much. So they actually got more dovish at the moment when they probably, as Peter Bookvar said, they probably need to be less dovish right now. They, probably, they don't need to raise rates. But they need a little bit of a nudge to sort of say we're not going to, you know, we're not, we're not asleep at the wheel. We're watching expectations, and when expectations change, we will change with them. That would have been the better way to say what he said, but it was pretty inelegantly done. Hey, thank you so much for listening today, John. So good to have you back. Always, um, always a blast, King. Yeah, we'll have you here for a little bit long. We'll have you here maybe next week and a week after that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Jay Powell, get back in the classroom with me here. Uh, stop by anytime. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders. In John 3.14, Jesus says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. There was a time when the nation of Israel sinned against God. As a result, God sent poisonous snakes into the camp, and many people died. But God provided one cure. He told Moses to make a serpent of bronze, place it on a pole, and to spread the news, to be healed, just look and live. In the same way, the poison of sin is rampant in the world today. On our own, we are hopelessly sick and headed toward eternal death. But just as God provided a cure for Israel through the serpent on the pole, even so, Jesus Christ was lifted up on that Roman cross, shedding his blood to redeem us from our sin. 
Jesus is the cure if we will but look and live. If you have any questions or comments about this or other scripture, you can reach me at Isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. I got into an accident on my way home from work one day and my car was totaled. Hi, I'm Diana from Shoreview. So the rental that I was given was an Elantra. So I was like, I like this car. I want to go find an Elantra. I'm a first time car shopper and I had to do it all by myself because I don't have any family around. I was very scared walking into it because I always hear those cliches about car shopping. When I first walked through the doors at Invergrove Hyundai, they greeted me with a smile and they seemed like very genuinely kind people. I was surprised at how painless the process was. If you're looking for a great deal on a car and an excellent care team, I highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. Get up to $3,500 cash back or 0% financing for up to 60 months with $1,500 cash back on the 2021 Tucson. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. InvergroveHyundai.com. Come 